When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that the team played played really well. Uh, I think defensive again solid. Uh, different strategy, different opponent. Uh, we knew that that uh, Sporting is a team that likes to possess the ball and 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 find Johnny, find Shallowy in 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 on the uh, on the flanks and dangerous players that creates a lot. Uh, create a lot of. Uh, opportunities for them, so we try to minimize that. Uh, but again, uh, overall, I, I have to say that I'm pleased with the with the team overall performance. I think it was uh, unlucky play that ball bounces off of a uh, leg and go to uh, to Johnny or whoever it is, and they cross and they score. And after that, we pushed the game. We 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 went after actually create a couple of opportunities here and there, but. Um, I'm happy with the result, but uh, 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 a lot of positives to take from this game. What up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and I'm joined by Christian Putalias and Rodrigo Segura. Guys, say hello to the fans, man. They love you guys. Hello, fans. I love you, too. <laughs> hey, everyone. Glad that you can join us. Hey, uh, yeah. So, you know, week two passed already we played in kansas city and that's what we're gonna focus a lot of this uh two and of course uh match day three coming up against vancouver so before we get started christian tell the peeps how they can connect with us man yeah man uh you can always get at us at dynamo theory on ig and twitter you can send us an email at dynamo theory podcast at gmail.com you can find me at chris putalias you can find rudy at rudy segura three you can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01. And then for everything and every everything and anything, you can always go to dynamotheory.com and you can find everything there. Yeah, guys. So we put a uh, a video on the Instagram to try to see, you know, comments, concerns, and stuff like that from the fans. I think we're definitely gonna hit most of them. I do want to say, uh, I think Oscar was the one that put like, give us your honest feedback on what you thought is like. That's what we do, man. This is what we do. We're here. <laughs> we don't get paid by nobody to say anything else other than the the honest truth. So with that being said, let's go ahead and start talking about week number two when. Uh... Um, well, you know, it's it, home opener for Casey is always going to be a difficult road game. Um, we knew that um, I thought we were in a great spot, zero, zero at a half. And, um, you know, we didn't give away much and they finished the chance. So um, I thought in the second half we had more of the game. We were pushing for that um, tying goal. So. Dynamo went and played in Kansas City. Uh, Sporting ended up getting that win in their home opener, 1-0. You know, we can start with you, Christian or Rodrigo, if you guys want to give us a little bit of some takeaways or 
you know, the lineup that we saw, which actually I can mention that the lineup was basically the same. We knew that Griffin Dorsey was injured. Um, so we expected Sarek Valentin to start. Um, some of us were thinking maybe uh, Teenage was going to play. Uh, and then that's pretty much it. I think that was the only. Oh, and set in. Set in too, right? We were kind of like maybe somebody else, either Coco or Quintero would get the start, but it is what it is. I guess, uh, Christian, you're going to go first, man. Your takeaways on what you saw of the game. I know you saw mostly the first half, some of the second, uh, but it go for it, man. Yeah, so basically, yeah, basically, to be honest, I only saw the first half. Uh, I saw the goal, like the play of the goal, but I, I, I only saw it once, so I'm not too familiar with it. I know there was like a little revuelto in there, and I ended up in the goal. Um, I wasn't able to watch the second half, obviously, because I was at work, and then I, I was looking for it everywhere, couldn't find it. So, you know, I'm just stuck with the first half. You know, nothing nothing much happened. But I think, you know, if we want to be – we can either, you know, see the glass half full or the glass the glass half empty. You know, I'm going to choose the half full one just for the sake of it. But, you know, if you, if you look at, you know, defensively, I think we did a pretty good job even though we did play a really low block, you know, what a look, whatever it is that they call it. But basically we were all super defensive. At most, like most of the 45 minutes, it was 10 guys behind the ball with Sebastian just basically running around like a crazy madman. Um, and and it, it reminded me a lot of uh, the Toronto game that we play in preseason. I don't know if you guys remember that, you know, we had the four in the back, then a line of five and then, um so Sebastian Sebastian and, and up top just kind of you know trying to get the ball and just kind of waiting for a counterattack. There wasn't really much uh Kansas City didn't really have an, like clear opportunities of goals to be honest. I think they only had one shot on goal and it wasn't even a frame, it was just like you know in the surrounding areas. Uh but the dynamo they had nothing offensively either. So you know, it was a pretty stagnant game where the Daniel just kind of sat back and just to see if they could counter. I, I heard, to what I've heard, the second half was a little bit more offensive, if you, we can say that, you know, because there wasn't a lot of chances either way. Um, but the Dynamo kind of moved a little bit from that low block to, to the, like, I guess to the half field, maybe like a middle block. But, you know... To what I saw, it was a good defensive first half, you know, going into a Kansas City that is a home opener for Kansas City. So obviously they're going to come out to like, you know, win it. But other than that, I think we did a pretty good job defensively. So, you know, that's all I have for the first half. So. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, you mentioned the first half. I know Rodrigo and myself did get to watch most of the game. At least I, I know I watched most of the game. But, you know, from what we saw in match day one, uh, you know, the team – you can see that the lineup was definitely the same, you know, again, apart from the one player uh, that was different, but the actual tactics were very different, you know, in the sense of when we played at home uh, in the home opener, we were trying to keep possession. We were trying to exploit some of the uh, uh, space that uh, Real Salt Lake gave us, but it wasn't there. And then in this game against Kansas city playing away, um definitely low block definitely try to see sit back and try to look for some counters but you know you may see it as like well nothing really happened there were a few occasions that we were able to be a little dangerous um just getting closer to their box not necessarily creating chances but 
what what I saw different what or what I've noticed and and Rodrigo I'll let you kind of continue but our wingers have been kind of awful starting uh you know whether it be Corey Bird or or MVP Fafa you know from last year they're just not there yet in form Rodrigo go ahead man and at on what you saw and you can go ahead and finish you know the seat or season two <laughs> uh the uh for, little second 45 minutes man Like, what am I watching? What season are we on? Um, <laughs> 15, so, 17. Uh, and just to fill in, um, so as far as Kansas City, they 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 had uh, five shots on target. I mean, you know, they were not the best, but, you know, so they, they, obviously they did a little bit I more think, than us. And there was um, only one that was an actual, like, chance on goal, basically. I think they had two big chances, really. Um, And then, um, and they had lots of shots, but they all went either wide or, you know, um, not on target. Or Steve um, anyways, saved it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just kind of wanted to add on that. But um, I saw two different dynamos, and this was in the first game and in this game too. Um, so, like we mentioned, the first half, it was just more defensively. Um, this one was, like Christian mentioned, the, the other approach of just kind of stand back and let them come to you and kind of work that and when you have possession you just keep it in the back half um not really do much with it um and i think what you know once that that um that goal happened that's when they complete transition of like let's go all out attack basically and that's when you know coco came in uh quintero came in um and they just start attacking more and this is the other side of the dynamo like it was high press high intensity didn't have much of the ball but it was actually going afterwards Um, so to me, I'm just curious when is Paolo gonna like, when is that going to be his main focus of like, let's do high press, but at the same time, try to keep the ball when we have it. Um, because right now it just seems like, it just seems like two different teams playing, you know, you have this stay back and try to find maybe like, um, long ball that you can get, um, somebody open on a through ball or, you know, like. You know, there we, we just got to find a goal and we just go all out attack basically. And as far as the wing goes, I think if you're playing on that defensive side, they weren't really doing much. They were just staying wide and trying to make sure, um, you know, they weren't really attacking their side, like trying to funnel in through the middle so we can intercept those. Um, and then once the attacking side happened, I saw more, obviously, more defensively of them coming back and try to actively try to win the ball back, but at the same time, actively just going and looking for like um, doing like a run from the um, the back of the defender, or trying to find those spaces. Um, especially, you know, what I saw Fafa, he was just going up and like something just completely like it was like a second win almost, like so something just kind of clicked and he was just basically going all out. I mean, I get it. He. He was probably pissed off that they were losing and trying to at least find a goal back. Um, and then there was some, you know, another like um, clear chance from Darwin again with that chip that almost could have gone in. Um, and, th and that comes from like pressing because they were pressing so much that the goalkeeper just kind of, you know, they played it back to him and he big gave it away and unfortunately just kind of went wide. Um, but like, you know, like I said, it's just two different dynamos right now. And um I think Paolo's trying to figure that out. And I think the team's trying to figure it out. Um, what style they're gonna go for moving forward. And I think what's really good about it is that and it's refreshing to see is that you know, his tactics again were to kind of hold back, kind of wait for that counter. And after we got scored on, 
you're right. It was a different dynamo because he quickly, and I think that's that's when I said refreshing. I think this is where the refreshing part comes out of because he made a ton of substitutions, something that we were not used to the last two years, right? Like it was just we're closed, we're closed. Just keep keep the guys there, keep attacking, keep doing this. But he knew that he needed to change tactics, which meant players had to come in and come out. Um, and obviously, like we saw, you know, they scored in the 60th by Remy Walter, uh, scoring that that it, it, and it's a goal that is kind of ugly just because it bounced around all over the box. Uh, eventually landing on him and he got a pretty good shot with his left foot. Um, but other than that, it was you know, not really a dangerous Kansas City, except for maybe one or two uh, shots from the uh, Daniel Shallowy that just kind of went wide. Um, but again, as soon as he plugged in Quintero, as soon as he plugged in Coco, uh, it changed. With uh, Quintero almost scored that nice little chip that just missed by a bit, and then you know he was able to plug in uh, him being Nagamura making. Tyler Pasher and Thor to go in. It, it also changed the dynamic of the team, making it a little bit more dangerous. Maybe a little too late, of course, um, because you are playing away. It's going to be difficult. You know, they were already winning. So they were at the same time trying to make as much time as they could uh, when we did attack. Um, but the other great thing is that we did get to see Seca get uh, a few minutes. Uh, he got, came in in the 86th minute for Sadiq Valentin. Um a lot of us think that he is probably going to be, you know, the right back of the future just because it seems it's a guy that Nagamura really likes. Uh, and he brought him in for a reason. Um, Christian or Rodrigo, anything else you guys want to add about this game or, you know, anything? Okay, Christian, go for it, man. Yeah, I have I have two things that, you know, I don't know if we, we want to kind of dive, dive in deep a little bit because, you know, it's not that, like me, myself, for example, I'm not like, I don't know what the word, worried. There you go. Found it. I'm not really worried about, you know, like the future of this team. I think it's still very, very like super early to like, you know, make judgment on, you know, Nagamore. Like, oh, you're I not saw, throwing around the hashtag fire yeah, Nagamura? Yeah, like, that's <laughs> so dumb. You know, with all due respect to everybody's opinion, you know, uh, I, I even think like if we, even if Ty Ramos was the one leading this group with all these players that all came in, I still would have give Ty Ramos like at least 10, 10 to 12 games to kind of see, you know, if if these players, you know, were, were going to make that team better, right? So, you know, this whole throwing around, you know, Nagamura, like is he competent enough to like, you know, lead this team and stuff like that, I think. I think is is dumb, you know. I think it's nonsense right now, just because you're two games in, where you know the guy only has with the team maybe what two three months, so it's not it's not even like his he doesn't even have his feet under this like this team yet, right? And and he's still putting in players that he, we just got like Seca, you know, he we just met Seca like two days ago, you know, so it's not like you know we've been playing together as a team as a unit you know, for, for a while, like a lot of people have been talking about teenage, you know, should he start, should he come back and, you know, get that position that he had, you know, has he lost that position to Steris? I just checked on FootMob, Steris was the highest rating player for us. So, you know, he's, you know, like Rodrigo was saying today in our group chat, you know, Steris looks comfortable, you know, like why change, you know, why, why fix something that's not broken? Especially when we've only gotten scored one goal in two games, right? Exactly. So, you know, I know that one thing that you had mentioned was 
uh, that was kind of in the topics was how the defense looks great. And I, I don't think not necessarily just the defense. I think the team as a whole looks very organized. Uh, the midfield, of course, is, there's no creativity currently. We have no goals, so we can't really say much on the attack. And, and that's, I know that you have the numbers uh, that Zach shared with you, kind of like what our XG yeah. looks like compared to just even not overall, but at least the Western Conference. I mean, it just tells you a lot. But defensively, Rodrigo, I'll let you kind of hit on that. Like defensively, you got a clean sheet and you got a one goal against. I mean, what else do you want defensively or organize of the team? Man? I mean, we saw early on that I think that's that's good enough so far, you know, um, especially an away goal. I guess, you know, it's harder to play away. We all know that. And yeah. to only concede one time. And it, it could have been another 0-0 draw if it wasn't, you know, like that. Like, if you watch the goal, it was a shot that um, just kind of bounced off. Could have been cleared, I guess. But obviously, just landed perfectly in front of somebody. Everybody's still trying to look for the ball. Obviously, it's like in front of them. And then they just kind of hit it again. So it's one of those things that, like, it could have been avoided. But at the same time, it's not like the best play. Like if you're telling me this is a team goal and then like that results and they're like, okay, what the hell did we do? Like, why are we not fixing that? Or if it's like a set piece goal of like, man, why can't we defend corners or. Or if you're getting trashed, but like Cincinnati did, you know, or, or enter Miami. Right. Right. (laughs) Let's just not even talk about that team that, but like (laughs) we're talking about the dynamo demo, (laughs) Rudy. But you know what I mean? Like defensively, like if the Dynamo would be eating goals left and right, you know, against Real Salt Lake playoff team, uh, you know, uh, Kansas, City Kansas City playoff team, and you barely lost 1-0 in their home opener, it says a lot to me. And I think uh, we need to be patient. Uh, but again, like, you know, to on the other side of that coin, uh, Christian, the attack, the attack has lagged, right? A lot. We are sitting, and I think you have the actual number that uh, um, Sachs sent you, but I believe we're sitting like in last place, if not, you know, pretty dang close on the Western, the Western Conference. And yeah, we have one point, but we haven't created much. Uh, Ferreira uh, has been on an island, uh, nobody really crossing the ball or, you know, allowing for an attacking possibility and so it's, it's going to be difficult for uh sebastian i think i was kind of glad that um you know you could see that he was frustrated the last two games for sure and especially against kansas city i mean again we our away record is terrible for a while it's not new yeah you know what's funny that last well before the season started you know everything that i would say or like the, something that you would hear a lot was like oh you know like we have all this service, but we don't have anybody to like come in and close it up. You know, we don't have a number yeah. nine. We don't have somebody in the box to like, you know, put these balls away. And now that we do, like, there's no service. Nobody right. is like coming through to, you know, we don't. And, you know, the midfield, I think it's like its own little special topic that we can probably hit. But like, you know, we're so used to, uh, you know, having Fafa or, or Baird or Pasha, you know, that's another topic. You know, like who should well, be starting? And know? and exactly, and and uh, you know, I, just to hit on Fafa per se, the aspect of you know he's still there. It's not like he forgot to play his MVP, you know, season or best. Honestly, just 
best season in his career ever, you know, scoring that many goals and having that many assists. But you see him on the pitch and uh, Kansas City is going to be a different animal. You know, everybody's going to it's going to be a tough place to play. But he just didn't look like he would receive a ball and take like an awful touch and just lose the ball. And our memo would give somebody like a ball, uh, you know, up the field and they weren't ready for it. They just kind of didn't look in form, you know, Rodrigo. And so, you know, adding to that, uh, what Christian was saying, you know, Bears should be starting. We did notice that when Pasture came in, it changed a lot of it in the second half. Uh, I don't know what you saw on that, Rodrigo, since you did get to watch uh, most of that. Well, I necessarily don't think it had to be just like that one player. I think it was just a whole tactical play. You know, and when he came in, it was more like, okay, let's go out, full out attack, basically. So, you know, like Bear didn't really get that opportunity to really attack. It was just, um, let me do my defensive role kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, as far as, far as players, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with what we have. Like, I, you know, I'm one of those that do trust Paolo and what he's doing. Um, obviously I'm not calling for his head already. Like most people are, you know, just second game in, um, and people are like, Oh, is this, what is this going to be it? You know, we've seen this before, like, come on now. Like, I don't know. I just think back about like all the coaches that there's been all, all over the world. And the one that stands out to me the most is like, um, sir, Alex Ferguson, you know, his first five seasons when men, you, he didn't win shit. He was like 11, 12, 13. Imagine after that first season when he finished, I think 11 or 10, people were like, oh, let's get a new one because this one sucks. Like we're going to be mid table team. Then you don't have this glorious men United run that he, you know, first, second, almost, I don't know how many times he won it, obviously, but you know, you don't get, you don't give somebody the opportunity to become something, right? you know? And I just think if you keep, being negative and like okay you know like this this coach you know has one point in two games let's get rid of him like it's just you know just be patient and i trust what he's doing um well i do want him to move forward with like that tactical play like i said um with the more attacking side and see how that works even if we can see like three goals at least try to at least try to score three goals you know or like and I, let me just add on the like the whole point of the tactics. We know injury has played on this, and we know form has played on this as well. Uh, you know, after, on the press conference, and I'll add the clip here. Bueno, lo que pasa es que en el último partido de pretemporada yo tuve una pequeña molestia muscular. Estoy saliendo de de esa molestia. Aún por momentos siento una sensación muy rara. Eh, yo creo que estoy en, en una parte del proceso de, de volver a mi ritmo y, y eso es lo que, lo que estoy tratando yo de hacer. Ya es decisión del, del profe cuando, cuando me quiera poner o no. Yo, yo la verdad sabía que, que la, semana, la primera semana del partido pasado sabía que, que no me sentía al 100 para volver. Yo hablé con él y, y bueno, ahora estoy tratando de, de retomar y... y they asked Coco, you know, how come you basically, in other words, uh, I think it was Jesus from the beautician, but, but he said, um, Bayusidian, that's not how you yeah. say it, yeah, that's how you would Bi- say it's it. From, it's from Bayou, oh, okay, by Bi- Bayutician, <laughs> that's what it is, Bayutician, but uh, no, it, <laughs> we'll ask him, <laughs> I swear, okay. But uh, he, he asked a very good question to Coco. He basically told, asked him, um, 
he was like, how come uh, you're only coming in as a sub? Are you not ready or physically or is the coach not wanting to put you? And Coco answered the question saying, actually, you know, the last game of the preseason or, or actually it, it was before that because I think it was against Austin when it happened. But he mentioned the fact that he had uh, kind of tweaked his hamstring. And so he had been getting limited playing time. And uh, he he said, I knew that I wasn't even going to play probably week one, but I did get minutes um, just because I had like a weird, you know, sensation when I was playing because uh, of the injury. And in this one, he's like, I was I was feeling 90, 95 percent. Um, so he gave me about the same amount of minutes. So with that, we know that if, you know, if he's healthy this week, he's probably starting over set in or memo. Right. And that right there already changes the perspective of the midfield a bit. So and a lot. And then we can you know what? We can just transition super easily to match a uh, three, because at the end of the day, you know, we'll be playing at home against uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps, who actually have the same record as except for they got beat really bad on their first match against uh, Columbus 4-0. And then they just came from tying 0-0 at home like we did to start the season. So, (laughs) right. Um, So here it is. You know, now that you're going into match state three, um, what is your lineup going to look like now that you got Seca got some playing time? Now that doesn't mean he's right away to win the starting position, but you know that he's there now. He's in your, uh, you know, he's able to be on the team sheet. Who's he knocking out? And then same thing with Coco. Like if Coco's playing, you know who's who's not there. Christian, I, I saw your hand, man. Go for it. Yeah. So this is gonna be. I'm I'm gonna direct it to Rodrigo because. Um, so uh, every time that they talk to Paulo, you know about his styles of play or whatever, he's always talking about how each team that he plays against, you know, he designs a plan, you know, a tactical plan, you know, dedicated to to that team, right? And obviously, we knew going into a Real Salt Lake, you know, maybe we were kind of defensive, but, you know, a little bit more attacking, right? And then we went into a Kansas City in their first home match. So obviously, you know, a strong Kansas City. So you have to sit back and maybe, you know, wait them out, maybe get them in a counterattack, you know, or just wait for the second half, you know, because that was basically the plan, right? Sit back first half, attack a little bit more the second half. So you know, shifting it to Rodrigo, what, you know, going, knowing that you're going against a Vancouver that, you know, they haven't done great, you know, historic, I mean, who are we to talk, right, about doing great historically, right? But, you know, Vancouver is not one of the strongest teams. Then again, who are we to talk, you know? But how, you know, we're <laughs> you have to keep now. throwing currently, <laughs> yeah. and currently like, it's almost a decade now, so Jesus. Exactly, which is terrible. But how would you, yeah, like, how would you go into this game tactically? You know, you know you're at home. You know, you're going against a, a equal or worse team than you. Uh, how would you go? How I would go into this is basically how Paulo, I think, is going to go, which is going to be the the second half of the last two games. It's going to be more of an all-out attack. Um, Vancouver has gave up, what, four goals already, none to um, New York. So they play more defensively just kind of like how we played against um, Kansas City. But at least we know that they're like, at least we know they can concede goals, basically. Um, so I think I would go the first half or at least the first 20 minutes of like an all-out attack. Um, if Coco's healthy, I think you need to start him just so he can get that going. 
Um, if Seca is playing like at, a, you know, 80, 90 percent, I think you'll start him as well, just so he can give you that run as well. And then if you want to sit back and depending how the game goes and defend a little bit more in the second half, um, then you take him out, you know, put somebody like Valentin or somebody that's just going to, you know, be able to be dependable um, moving the ball around the back. But I, I feel like for the first 20, maybe 25 minutes, you're going to go all out attack, find the goals because we desperately need that. You know, like I feel like if we go one whole half without scoring, you know, that's uh, I can do math right now. But that's um, 225 minutes of not scoring a goal. Um, so I think you just need to find that goal right away. And um, I think that's how that's going to be the approach. And I think he knows that because, you know, you, you want to respect the rival. You want to respect Vancouver, but at the same time, you're playing at home and you know this is your best chance of scoring right away. Yeah, I think that uh, the approach has to be that way. You know, the the first game against Real Salt Lake, um, it was a lot of, you know, be respectful and kind of this is the first time we do this. So let's try not to make <laughs> a lot of mistakes. You know what I mean? And and this time it's going to be, I, I would say, about the same in the sense of like, let's try to re- be respectful. But it's only going to probably be two minutes in or five minutes in. And uh, and after that, they're going to try to get that first goal. Uh, and, you know, we didn't even mention Quintero. I mean, maybe Quintero gets a start and Coco gets a start together. And that will be exactly um, looking like what every time those two guys come in, they do a lot of, you know, damage or they get dangerous. Obviously, Quintero almost scoring two goals, you know, really nice goals that were going to be. The guy could already have two goals to his tally. But, again, it hasn't happened. Hopefully that uh, Fafa and whoever plays on the wing, whether it be Corey uh, Baird or uh, Tyler Pasher, can give some thing, uh, some crosses going for Sebastian, man. But um, – I thought you were going to say something, Christian. And uh, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna look up um, Corey Baird's number. <laughs> yeah. So and again, it's one of those that I think um, we have to be patient because at the end of the day, Paul is still evaluating the players, right? We already made a few uh, additions. There may be some coming still before you know Hector Herrera, which is obviously the big name, comes in. And I think you know we we. We've talked enough about Herrera and how he can help this team, which is tremendous. But you still have so many games before that even comes to fruition, right? Uh, before he comes to his first match, which will probably be sometime in July. So, you know, you still have three months of matches um, and you can't just allow to continue to lose points, especially at home. Um, the only bad thing, I think it's going to be a cold weekend. So uh, maybe... Uh, the white cats feel at home and they they're like play better than us that way uh you know it's not a hundred degree weather that you can kind of suffocate the team but you know there's things that you kind of have to use to your advantage they are not there yet so you do have to come out guns blazing and try to get that first goal as soon as you can um which obviously is going to open to counterattacks uh by the white cap so it, it just but defensively we've been pretty sound so I, if you're planning to give an all-out attack, you probably won't see a teenager Davy, maybe, or you know, just so you don't tweak your defense too much. But uh, I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, anything else you want to add, Christian? I'd say you're looking at the numbers. Corey Barrett had one shot in two games. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not sure if you look at the other guys. I don't know, <laughs> Fafa. 
Bafa had some good cutbacks, but he just didn't get the shot or didn't pass the ball. I think yeah. Bafa had three shots versus yeah. Real Salt Lake yeah. only. Only, yeah. So, yeah, I mean. And we know Corey Baird, already, especially, is a guy that I, I believe he can do a lot of good stuff. He's more, much better defensively. And, you know, the one that loved defensive midfielder or defensive wingers, like Fafa was, you know, it's it was top Ramos. So that's what we have right now. You know, we didn't have that in. And so when you had a Maxi a Ruti that wasn't really much of a scorer, then somebody else had to step up. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else had to step up. So um anything else you guys want to add on this? So <clears throat> Quintero from the start, yes or no? I would. I mean, from even from what Rodrigo said, I think at least 45, right? Yeah, at least for 45. Me. From me, <laughs> he said, what he I said, said. But you said, you know, if you're going to start the set from the start. No, I mean, yes, but like I, I'm basing it off what Nagamura has said. And they asked him if um, Quintero, does he see him as a super sub? And obviously, you know, his response was like, no, I really don't see anybody as I We have like 20 and, starters. But yeah, exactly. Like yeah. 17 yeah. to 18 <laughs> starters, something like that. But um. I don't know. I think like Coco, yes, gives you a little bit more. Like it's either going to be one or the other. Like if Coco doesn't start, it's going to be Quintero. If Quintero starts, then I don't, I don't think Coco will start. Yes, they make a good pair together, but I feel like if you go all out and it does not work out, you kind of screwed for that second half. Like I feel like you're just going to play more defensively and maybe, you know, there are subs that come in and okay. change the game for them. So there's the question. Coco starts. We'll say Coco starts, right? He's healthy. He's most likely getting that start. Then it, who's playing on the other side? Is it uh, Beta? I mean, non Beta, I'm sorry. Is it uh, Darwin Seden or is it Memo? No, Memo. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm asking. I, I, honestly, I would think Memo would because you know, be a offensive minded guy. Yeah. Exactly. No, I agree with that. But I mean, obviously, the way that it's been played is Memo is the one kind of being the free, you know, the men roaming around. And, uh, Teren and, and Beta are the ones kind of kind of staying back a bit. And if you yeah. notice, if you notice, well, just that um, whenever we would lose the ball, and that happened on both games, they would get flat. All three midfielders were just flat. You know, like Beta was playing in the middle, Seren on the other side, and Memo. And that's how it was. But when we gained the ball, Memo in that case would always move towards the front, and then the other guys too would kind of stay back a bit. So that's what the reason I asked. Would you see set in or would you see Memo? But, I mean, if you kind of want to be a little attacking, you know, I would put Memo in and uh, make it that maybe 60-minute substitution in the second half. I mean, and what we saw of the last game um, when Coco and Quintero came in, Quintero was kind of more of the free roaming and Coco was staying back more. So it just kind of makes sense that, you know, Coco is basically meant for men. You know, you're getting set in out, you're putting Coco in, and then you just leave Memo until, I don't know, whenever he feels comfortable to make a sub, I'm sure Quintero will replace him. You know, it's just going to be a men for men situation. And depending how the game is, you can even go more defensively later on and take Coco out. And I will put somebody like Derek Jones in, you know, give him some minutes and at the same time play more defensive just to, you know, seal the win if that's if that's going to be like the case. Yeah. And I think the the wingers have to do a better job of creating some space when we have the ball. I think that's definitely lacked. We're not going to go play kickball anymore. You know, this is not a Wilmer Cabrera's at least in Kyoto just run for the hell of it. Uh, that's not what 
uh, Nagamura's trying to play, of course. So uh, we need to have them at least play, you know, wider, open up the field and find those gaps because no matter how good your midfield is, if there's nobody to pass it to, even in space, you're not going to go far. And I think that's the reason why we've been suffered so much um, and, and the lack of attack. Um, but you guys, this is the part that we kind of give our score prediction, I guess. Um, I know it's kind of early on, but I think we're going to get a win. I, you know, I, I think that this is the uh, first win of the season. We'll get to celebrate some goals. I'm hoping that we can get a clean sheet. Um, but realistically, I think it's going to be a 2-1, um, you know, end to the match. But what are you guys thinking? I don't, I don't think Rodrigo agrees. Rodrigo does not agree. <laughs> Rodrigo, go, man. No, no. This, what, what do you see here? I <laughs> what? No, no. Is it vodka? <laughs> I can't tell the difference. That's a, I thought. I thought. Yeah. It's tequila. It's tequila. Like, that's what it is. This uh, guy's getting drunk on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. That's that's how it is, man. Tequila <laughs> and taco night. I got it. I got it. Um, <laughs> it's TT Tuesdays. <laughs> no, I, I think we're still gonna keep that clean sheet going, um, or run, I guess, of like not getting scored on. Um. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a clean sheet, and I think this is gonna be the turning point where yeah. Paulo is gonna try to get all the Dynamo fans, uh, skepticals back on the let's ride this out kind of. Oh, they, and that's the best part, you know. Everybody's already trying to fire the guy, and then if we win, like say we win three zero, four zero, it's gonna be the opposite, you know. People <laughs> yeah, are just gonna, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think this is gonna be like, um, you know, I think it's gonna be focused on. Uh, Sebastian, you know, get him his first goal, um, get him a couple goals. I think this is going to be the chance that, like, we're if we win this game, it's going to be like 3 0, you know, a nice, eventful game that um, people can feel confident. Okay, you know, he has two clean sheets, only conceded one goal against Kansas City, and um, now we win 3 0. I, I think that's going to be the score. But again, you know, it's my glass <laughs> <laughs> of tequila, half empty or half full. Oh. Sorry, right. half full. <laughs> Gotta keep pouring <laughs> tequila. But what about you, Christian? What are your thoughts on that match, I'm, man? I'm, I have too many thoughts right now. I'm thinking about so many <laughs> things. Like, I think we're gonna win two zero. Period. But like, just to keep just to keep the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. I knew it was tequila. I knew it. <laughs> He has it right there handy. <laughs> uh, but just, I don't know if you guys want to keep going. I really want to keep I, going. I hope you're not taking, wait, I hope you're not taking a shot because you're sad, Rodrigo. <laughs> With the well, dynamo. One. Uh, that's true. No, man. That's, it's not, it's not to be sad. It's oh, like, sometimes, good, man. <laughs> on a Tuesday, I think on a Tuesday it is kind Who of Who broke to be your sad. heart, Rudy? <laughs> Who broke <laughs> Who uh, hurt you? <laughs> oh, but, man. Uh, but I just Tab's not here anymore, man. Tab is not here. It's, <laughs> let it go. For no, real, it's Matt. It was Matt. It was <laughs> it was Matt. This guy. He kept all the money. <laughs> he Bro, didn't spend any ima- money. Imagine how hard Matt Jordan messed people up that two games in with Aguera. I thought that was going back. somewhere else. When said, imagine how hard Matt was. I was gonna I was gonna say it, but I, I was trying to be clean a little bit. You're no kidding, bro. Everybody, like, it's like they, Matt, Matt Jordan messed people up so much that they're trying to fire this guy already. They're just not giving. But that, okay, that's the thing that I want to talk about. 
Let's take a couple of minutes to talk about this, please. Please. But can you because do what was your prediction though? Two zero? Two zero. All right. Two cool. zero dynamo. Right. And then, you know, in my in my head, I think Dorsey starts on the right. Okay. With Tega behind him. I don't know. I just I like I Dorsey can see that. Yeah. And I see Dorsey going all the way down, putting a ball, and Sebastian gets the first goal. Uh, that'd be nice. Uno cero. Y el otro viene por el otro lado. Yeah, go ahead. Do we know if, what's the status on Dorsey though? Uh, not oh, yet. We haven't heard. And honestly, I didn't even see him if he was practicing or not. So we'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, chances are probably low. That that I think Sarek is going to probably play again or start again unless he feels comfortable playing Seca. But I'm with you. I think if Griffin Dorsey is healthy, I think you start Griffin Dorsey. But I would start him as a winger, not a fullback. I guess. Yeah, I can see that. I got you. I think he's he's more dangerous. See, yeah. Yeah, he, be good mean, if you're, he does have a little bit of flair. He looks like, a, you know, a very uh, straightforward guy, but then, you know, straightforward, like just run, like yeah, you said, just kinda, line, yeah. but he is able to do a little bit of moves and why not and do spin arounds. And I mean, like, he got honest, nothing to lose. I mean, Dor- Dorsey has been one of the most dangerous players that we had, you know, all like, last season for sure. too. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, it's not, I'm not pulling it out of my ass. I mean, Baird one shot in two games. Dorsey can I think he can give you at least three crosses a game or three crosses in a half, like in one half and then three crosses in the, I, I mean easily because he does he's not gonna cut in like Fafa. You know, Fafa, you know, nine times out of ten, he's gonna try to cut in. He's not gonna yeah. try to put the the you know the cross. And yeah. that's because you know he's a goleador, he wants to score. But Dorsey, he's more of a servant type, you know, he's gonna want to give you the ball so you can score. That's what I like about Dorsey that he'll run his ass off and then he'll try to, you know, get you the ball. But, you know, who knows? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Well, moving on to the, what you wanted well, yeah, to talk about. Yeah, yes. So this is the thing. I got to get everybody on topic. Jesus Christ. Here. God. What? <laughs> it's like bad. All right. Um, <laughs> But this whole, <laughs> this whole like you know switching from like, not fire Nagamura, but like this whole like being depressed and then happy and then depressed and then happy, like I I don't understand why people just pick like pick a lane and just stick with it. You know, I feel like I don't know if they do it you know to like be dramatic, or or you know I respect everybody and I respect everybody's opinions, but like it's just like people are over like overreact so much. You know, like, like people I said, look for that instant gratification, bro. That's yeah, the thing, like, you know, like, that I don't know. everybody likes fast food. That's that's the issue, man. Yeah, that is the issue. I like fast food too, but that's why I have a giant pimple right here because I had too much water burger. 
say when our or what's it called our cavemen man when we were cavemen back in the day we had to go out hunt for food you know get prepare the food cook the food we had to do everything nowadays and that probably took like three days before you even ate that nowadays yeah, everybody like, wants it like, quickly like everybody was so high like like you know the news broke out and everyone's like oh we're the best team in the world like is gonna come and like we're gonna be the best the dynamo look at this and look at the organization look at the future you know look at how the team is training and then you go and you lose to see you know skc one of the best teams in the west and you're like oh we suck nagamura sucks look at his tactics there is nothing behind it uh this and this and that like he like are we gonna play this you know defensively all the time and it's like no nah, like the guy went in with a plan. You can't go in into, you know, Children's Park thinking, you know, you're the, oh, I'm, you know, big, big dynamo. Over we here. never even won you know? all the, any times that away that often. So well, you might yeah. want to keep that sentence separate. Children's Park. And <laughs> big, big, big. <laughs> anyway, but hey. <laughs> but yes. That would not be clipped. That would not be clipped, just so you know. But no, no, no. And, and I think, you know, before you continue your, your full train of thought, the Acha Acha thing too, man. I think people were super, super hyped. And then out of nowhere, people were like, oh, well, you should bring this other guy now. And you should bring in this yeah, other guy. It's like, yeah, no. Re- dude, relax. like, relax. We, we've we never had this. You can't be already acting like little spoiled brats. Like, you know, we're not going to keep getting players like LAFC or, you Diego know. Linus is coming. Oh, my God. That's like the... <laughs> The biggest rumor mill that is just so annoying. Everybody and their like everybody in true media keeps saying like it's gone, but on Twitter everybody keeps saying that he's coming, and it's like we don't know, we really don't know. But at the same time, like let it kind of settle down, guys. Like how many times? I mean, I think getting Ache Ache and getting players like Sebastian, we waited seventeen years for this. That's all I have to say. You know, we waited this long. So kind of let it kind of settle. And uh, Christian, go ahead and finish your thought, man. No, I, well, just that. Like, I I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm baffled. Like, I don't get how people can be, like, so flip-flopped. And, and, I, and, and, and it's always the same argument. You know, well, look at the past years. But, it, but this is my argument. Look at the future, you know. Look at what we're trying to build. You know, you're not... You know, like that one thing that one of the report, Spanish reporters said, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So don't expect the Dynamo to come in. You know, Negramora has been a head coach for, what, two months? Since, I mean, I think I have, well, no, I was going to say something stupid. I was going to say that I have probably the same experience as, as Negramora, but which I don't. But, you know, like the guy, you know, he's he's still like not learning. He knows, you know, he he got there for a reason. You know, you don't get hired to a job because you don't know. You know, yes, you learn in your job, you know, in job training or whatever it may be. But I mean, he he, I mean, he understands the game. You know, the the fact that he can like sit there and talk to you and, and t- explain to you the tactics of each game separately, like must, you know, like. You, you know, like, yeah, I know that I we, don't, you, we, don't, we don't hear everything that he says. Right. And, you know, and I know a lot of people don't get to hear the conf- the press conferences. And that's why I was so high on Tab Ramos, because whenever he would talk, I would understand him. Now, and I, well, I mean, but then other people would hear him and say something else. Yeah. But, 
but everybody that heard of like, you know, people that I talked to today, most of the people, you know, it's not that they were pleased or happy with Tab Ramos, but they were like pleased at the idea of, right. of what Tab Ramos had, you know, yeah. like Tab Ramos had an idea, you know, he kind of kept it. Yes, it didn't work out, but I don't think it was completely 100% Tab Ramos's fault. You know, also the fact that you have a literally a bottom team. You know, I mean, just to add, think about what, what would be Tab Ramos now with the money that was spent, you know? I mean, I'm sure right now he's like, cussing and you know take you know right now and yeah. as soon as they sign Ache Ache he's like Fuck. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably getting mad because like damn it I wanted him to be on my bench yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't use my fifth substitute yeah. my fourth and my third let me yeah. uh yeah yeah It'd probably be you. like hey uh Herrera go warm up at the like 80th minute and then think about it <laughs> no and, on the well and you know what you're saying is true in the sense of you know I mean You, coaches are the first people that are going to fall. There's no way that you can, you know, restart a whole squad in the middle of the season. You can't do that as much as you want to. So the first ones to get, you know, fire, lose their job are going to coaches whenever the uh, results are not coming in. But we, but to that extent, I feel like it has been, you know, a big difference from, of course, yes, I get it. We have uh, one point out of two matches, but Uh, we haven't gotten that win that's so, you know, road to 10 or double digit wins that we won so yeah. bad. I'm ready to, like, you know. I mean, yeah. Seattle has zero wins. They I know. They two other games. Then they're like, already asking for uh, their coach's head. I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, like, But, it's, it's okay. nothing. You, so, you, I mean, let's be honest. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. But, <laughs> but you don't got the answers right now. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, but Austin, they scored 10 goals in two games. Do we really think they're contenders for, for the MLS Cup? No. 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 They just Only played two teams. Really bad teams. You know teams. what I'm saying? Yeah. At and home. they played at home. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, you know, the people, the, the whole environment, you know, they, they, it pumps you up. You know, you yeah, score one, course. you score two, you're like, hell yeah, let's score 500, you know? Yeah. But I don't think they, they are MLS contenders just because they scored 10 goals in two games. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I mean, and again, it's so early in the season. One thing that I do hate when players say it is when they say, like, ah, oh, we got plenty of time. Like, you can't have that mentality as well because we've had fallen into that rant of, like, yeah, man, there's, you know, 32 games left, but nothing changes. Like, you don't see anything. And then by the end, you know, whenever you notice, it's already halfway through the season and then we're in decision day and we're all over here not having a happy you know end to the season because we're again last or second to last on the table but rodrigo go ahead and now what you wanted to add yeah, man. i'm sorry my bad <laughs> yeah, no. so i just wanted to add like you know what christian's saying like why are people like this all that i think especially because of the recent years we've been almost like brainwashed with all of these other sports that they're just buying players left and right trading players left and right Um, because of something that didn't work out, you know, especially like here in Houston, we ended up going in basketball uh, with the Rockets. You had Westbrook, you had um, uh, CP3, you, you know, you traded Harden, you get rid of your bigger guy, you know, like your best guy. And then even Harden, you know, and like um, with Brooklyn, then he goes to Philly, you know, it's just in baseball too. You have, you know, NFL, like, I think it's just like, Something doesn't work out, trade this guy immediately. And I feel like that's how people are now and bringing that into 
you know, football, soccer, that they're like, oh, you know, we have a new owner, buy everybody, buy this guy, buy that guy. Oh, that doesn't work out. Let's get rid of them. That's not, you know, like, let's bring somebody better. Like, I feel like we're just bringing that um, mentality here. And that's what people are, I guess, in that pattern. And, um, and you know, the, those of us who are passionate about it, we know that things just take time. Like, you'd rather have a La Masia, you know, you'd rather uh, have like a, ajax or doorman which are bringing players creating selling them yeah you want to be fc dallas i mean as much as you want to be fc dallas but brody damn like first of you now dallas okay you know what i mean (laughs) i'm I'm saying (laughs) but but in the sense of like you want to be able to be that team i mean dude come down we have we have we have two championships Uh, dallas doesn't but what i'm trying to say is like you want to be able to feed your you know um the first team with your academy you know you don't want to keep spending 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 like other teams like men city you know to throw uh, uh in the sense of like they have a decent academy now but i mean it got to a point that they just kept spending 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 and they never really have won the things that they want to win yes they've won the uh premier league but I'm sure they're, you know, champions is what they're looking for. And to an extent, it's not even that great to be that because that's whenever you guys were mentioning coaches, some people say coaches don't matter. Well, yeah, of course they don't matter when you're in Chelsea or when you're in, you know what I mean? Like in Real Madrid, sometimes the players just dictate because they're better than everybody else. So, of course, the coach is not going to make a big difference. You know, you only need the coach to kind of manage the players, you know, kind of like, OK, let them do what they want to do. But at the end of the day, like if you have a Benzema, you have a player that can just change the game instantly. It's not the same thing, guys. It's not. This is a dynamo. Like we are go look at FIFA. Our best player is Seca <laughs> with 74 overall, guys. Come on. Like what I'm saying is let it get there. Let it. <laughs> no, I had um off topic, but I, I think I saw that um Sam Junqua. Is getting like a special car, but I think it's one of those throwaway cars. <laughs> so it's kind of messed up. I hate when they do that. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but and that's that's my point. To me, is like let us kind of enjoy what we're we've asked for change for so long and it finally happened. And I feel like people are losing sight of that it, it, because it happened so quickly. They expect, dude, we just like not chacha. We should be winning every game, or we should be attacking and we have the players, and why isn't that happening? I mean, I'm sure that um, um, pa- Paolo, you know, Nagamura doesn't go and tell uh, Fafa and Corey, I don't want you guys to score. I-, I don't want you guys to attack. I'm telling you, watch the game. You know, Fafa has just not been Fafa that we know. He's His touch has been awful, and it doesn't help him, right? There's Especially playing in Kansas City, not a lot of chances were created. We know that in the home opener, oh, nice. 61 nice throwaway card for sure sorry sam no no it's like a token or whatever they call it so yeah you trade this in yeah uh but but yeah so that, that, that's kind of like my point i don't want to rant too much about it there's a lot of left in the season and maybe maybe hopefully we're you know maybe getting closer to the playoff if it's not but anyways christian you know what you know it's funny that next you know if god willing we win next saturday like we're gonna be the best team in the world on Twitter. 
and it's going to be super annoying. Yep. Because <laughs> people are going to be on top of Ted Teagle and, oh, thank you, Ted, and Daddy Ted, and this Ted. And-, and, and and that's the thing, too. Right now that you mentioned it, you know, we still have till April. I forgot what day. But we the the transfer window still open. Uh, you don't know. They may sign another guy this week or maybe next week to incorporate to the team. I mean, again, you're playing, you know, you're allowing these guys to get some playing time. If it doesn't work, you're trying to move them elsewhere, right? I mean, Corey Baird, Fafa, you don't know. You may be able to trade them if they show something. They're not showing anything. So it, it also is going to lead Paulo to be, to, you know, work with, collaborate with with uh, Pat Onstead and, and Asher and be like, hey, we do need another guy to take over. We need this or we need that. I mean, does he even want to play f- Eight, uh, you know, Hadavy. I mean, we haven't really seen much. Maybe you know, a coach, a new coach comes in and he has his players that he likes and players that he doesn't like. That's that's how it is, no matter what, right? You know, you anywhere, you, or any place you work is relatively the same. Sometimes, you know, the guy, you know, new boss is in or a new manager is in, and he's gonna favor a specific person and not another. Yeah. So, even Tyrone was at that. Exactly. I mean, we noticed that. I mean, why do you think there's a there's a doghouse with the name Quintero on it? You know, it, it just kind of <laughs> it, it, it. That's how it goes. No, it doesn't matter if he's, you know, your most talented player. Some guys want us. Well, in his case, I think it was a lot of pride for sure. But yeah, yeah it just kind of happens. You pick who your favorite is. But um, oh, yeah, 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 man. So anyways, <laughs> um, this is kind of interesting for this weekend. Um for those people that like to play some bets or, you know, risk um, whatever you could risk. Uh, Dynamo right now is favorite to win. Um, and then they're also, or it's all, the game's also favorite to be over three goals, basically. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Oh. That sounds right. That's why and I keep I mean, saying 2-1, but. And when I, well, no, when I see those three goals, I see, like, that has to be Dynamo just because Vancouver, like, we have a good defense, I feel. Um, and then Vancouver has zero shots on target and yeah. on goal. Jesus. If we get score on by somebody that cannot even take a shot on goal in two games, that yeah. might be an issue. But did you just um, describe the dynamo? I'm confused. <laughs> we took shots. <laughs> we took Messed shots. Up. I know, I know. <laughs> oh man, but no, I, I'm super excited for this match. I'll be at match day three. Uh, probably be sitting in the supporter section as well because I'm really. Looking forward to celebrating some of the goals from those three three goals. Probably they're coming. Um, Christian, you'll probably be there as well. Probably, right? Yeah, maybe in yeah, the yeah, media box. Uh, Rodrigo, he'll be in uh, on his way to Italy, apparently. So. Hey, look at this guy. Can you watch that on ESPN Plus? I mean, even when you're flying, like <laughs> it's gonna be a geo block. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's too close to Houston, maybe. It's too close to the sun, bro. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's the game's on Saturday, right? Yeah, the game is Saturday. Uh, at- I'll probably be watching it at the airport. Well, I mean, there you go. But I, where the hell are you going to watch it? Then, I mean, that's the you thing. My you- phone? Oh, you can watch it on <laughs> Telex Exitos so or whatever. They might, they might have a plus, right? I use your account, Rudy. <laughs> wait, but I, but I thought, oh, wait, you're flying from Dallas here? Or- no, I'm flying from Houston. Right, that's what I'm saying. So how the hell are you going to watch it on ESPN Plus? That's it's blocked. No, what? Yeah. Yeah, if you Oh, but Houston, I think by the 
Well, actually, I'll see how it goes. Oh, but, um, yeah. I mean, if I'm saying if you're in the plane, you probably well, our, catch we have a connecting it. flight in um, Chicago. So, oh, you'll watch it there. You'll watch it there. But I think it starts. I mean, our flight leaves at six, so maybe not. The game's at five thirty, I think. I know yeah. that's what I'm saying, but I'll be in Houston yeah, at five thirty. Yeah. I mean, okay, fine. I don't know. We recorded somehow. Watch the second half. Anyways, we rambled too much about this whole little adventure <laughs> that we're not going into. We're just playing. Yeah. Take a picture of us and then just put it in places. So then, like, they pop up and then, like, we can be like Dynamo Theory in Rome. Hey. Dynamo Theory eating uh, pizza. Take a, take a, a scarf Dynamo or flag. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Let me borrow a scarf. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put it in there. The... All right. I'll, I'll give you one. I have like 20, bro. The Vatican, bro. In the Vatican. Yeah. Go. That's a lot Papa. Be like Papa. <laughs> Um, they, don't get to the, uh, they told me you're a San Lorenzo fan, but here I have a better one. We have a guy named Mati Vera, he's way better Argentinian. <laughs> he was signed by San Lorenzo <laughs> at one point in time. That's true. I'll give it to um Jose Mourinho. There you go, <laughs> Stadio Olimpico. <laughs> get a blessing from, from the Pope, from the that. chosen yeah, one. That's probably better. No, that's a lot más. But all right, guys. So that that wraps up match day three. I think we're all super excited. Before we get finished, uh, we'll talk a little bit of Dynamo Dos. I think some people have been Dynamo Dos will be playing Sunday. Uh, they did lose against RGV uh, this past weekend. Um, so they're getting ready for the preseason to end and for the regular season to start their inaugural season. Um which starts, I believe, is the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. I believe they've been playing. They're going to start playing Sunday, or most of their matches are Sunday. Games well, are... Saturday. Oh, it's a Saturday? Okay. And so um, games will... Pretty much all of them will be played at uh, Abiba Stadium, except for one, and tickets start around $7. Um, to go out there, check out the guys that uh, don't get as much playing time with the first team, and then a little bit of a mix of young the youth academy and you know other college players rodrigo quit laughing god dang it anyways um <laughs> so before we finish with that before we finish with that i think uh, we had a few uh fan questions that popped up and i'm sure we hit most of them but the one i shared with the guys i thought it was hilarious and this guy dago man dago rodriguez is like uh, a loyal follower for sure and uh, this is the question i sent it to you guys too uh he asked, which three players from the current roster are you taking to back you up in a bar fight, including Achiache? I think that's a freaking hilarious question out of all of them, yeah. And I have my three, but I'll let you, any of you, Radu, do you want to go first? Sure. I mean, this right. is a no-brainer. You got to get, <laughs> get Derek Jones, you oh. know, big guy, strong. You know, he, he, he'll be able to back you up, I feel. Um, this one's going to be like an obvious um, set in, you know, you, 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 <laughs> I know he has some fight in there, you know, yeah, back in the days, he had to be in the streets, you know, <laughs> I know he can fight. And then I got to go with the crazy one, which I don't even know if he's old enough to drink, but Thor. Oh, um, yeah. I feel but like see, this guy will just like defend you no matter what doesn't i don't know really i feel like, like he would be the one starting the fight though that, that's exactly. the yeah, issue that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so he's not really backing you up you're screwed because you're backing, you're him, backing up. him up yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but what about you christian dude what, who would be your three 
I'm going. I'm going with the with the center backs. You know, Tim Stairs and Teenage. Let's go. That's that's a good combination. Because yeah, they're usually the bigger guys. I I for me, I definitely had Parker. You know, the dude is just like he looks like somebody. He looks like the guy that is bouncing at you know what's it called? Uh, being the bouncer. So he's definitely right there. Then you know, I didn't even think about Derek Jones. That's a funny one. But I was thinking yeah. Fafa. I feel Fafa is one of those guys that he'd be like getting <laughs> people's faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll get in people's faces, you know. Like he just... I feel like he's too nice. I feel like he'll be, I don't know, wanting uh-huh. to sing more than anything. <laughs> and then that's funny to say that because I had a third one. I'm trying to think who I had originally wrote down, oh, but oh. it wasn't any of like it wasn't Derek Jones or anything. And Ache, like that. Ache, he, he, he's just gonna leave. He's just gonna probably be like, hey dude, I'll pay the ticket. Don't worry. Like um <laughs> He, he paid too much money to make himself beautiful, so I don't think he wants to damage any of that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Shout out to the surgeon. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe teenage for me. For no, Sebas. Sebas. Okay, fine. Sebas. Or maybe, maybe. Sebas looks like a go with Clark, just because like goalkeepers are always kind of crazy. Like they always yeah. do their own shit. He'll so grab like, like a he'll grab like a, a <laughs> bottle and smack it in his head and be like, <laughs> "You want something?" <laughs> I guess yeah, that. so. that's true. Oh man! All right. Well, we had a good discussion tonight. Now, but here a little yeah. bit. Who who would you <laughs> not take to, to back oh. you? Oh, <laughs> oof. Let me see. I would probably not pick Adam. I think Adam is probably the one you don't nice. want. I think he's yeah. too nice. <laughs> I think he's too he's nice. The, he'll I don't be the think, hugger. Yeah, he'd be like uh, Adam. Adam Pasher and Corey Baird. Really. Uh, I could see, see, but Pasher has like that. Nice. I think, I think Pasher looks like he likes hip hop. You know, he has that. You never know, kind of like Eight Mile. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't know. He, I, but, I don't know. But he's Canadian. But he, he has to be nice. That's true. That's true. Uh, and then I get, I guess we could take Castilla because he's he's a young buck. But he's Colombian, bro. Like, he is Colombian. Yeah, you, know, you, you know exactly. Yeah. I feel like he can be like Popeye, you know, like Pablo Escobar, <laughs> right hand guy. Right. You don't, you don't know, you don't know. I think. You never know. That's but true. Rodrigo, did you have one, or are we? Um, maybe uh, Mati. You know, I heard Argentinians are friendly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, maybe Memo. I think like Memo wouldn't want to be no. fighting anyone. I think he's just like, dude, like, come on, guys, just trying to have fun. <laughs> But then, but then again, gotta but, go then home. again but then again, Memo in the game, she gets kind of feisty. That's true. That's uh, true. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that's why yeah. that's why I was saying about Fafa. I felt like you got the Mexican blood in him. You know, Fafa's always trying to fight the referee sometimes. You know, that's they're true. like, that's yeah. a yellow card. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then you saw how many times he got hit and kicked like against Real Salt Lake, and he got up and was like, that's What's true. up, man? Where's the foul? What a do, what do. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Well, Christian, tell the peeps how they can connect with us, man, and and we'll get this Rodrigo to close it out. Yeah, man. So you can always hit us up at Dynamo Theory on IG and Twitter. You can send us an email to Dynamo Theory Podcast at gmail.com. I don't think we have received one email, but, you know, just in case. You know Uh, what? Wait, wait, wait. I don't even check the email sometimes. I forget. So, but. (laughs) Just just DM us. No, yeah. Send us. Send us. For sure. Uh, you can you can uh, find me at Chris Putaliaz on IG and Twitter. You can find Rudy Segura at Rudy Segura three, and you can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura zero one. And what? Oh, and then you can always find everything. You know all the 
player uh, the the recaps uh the player ratings the breakfast links uh the player re- whatever you know <laughs> reviews and, and everything like that at dynamotheory.com for and, everything and everything and i was just gonna say before Rodrigo closes out yeah definitely you know help us uh you know check out the all the episodes or past episodes from the podcast including the orange talk um we did a few back-to-back pretty early on uh in preseason which was marcelo memo fafa and last week we did the very first one in spanish and we hope to do more of those uh in spanish for our people and uh matias vera was that one so you know if even if you don't speak spanish man pass it on tell your friends to speak spanish that's how we get people interested in the dynamo for sure and we're trying to get to 150 subscribers just kidding we're at 208 but on instagram <laughs> um, but yeah oh oh that i remember what i was gonna say and make sure to uh you know give us a review on the podcast uh wherever you listen yeah, to for sure let us know you know help us grow uh the podcast as well as our dynamo theory community so make sure to give us a review you know, give us some feedback. If Rodrigo's not funny, if you guys think he's stupid, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, uh, we we do say a lot of dumb stuff for sure. Rodrigo, for, go, man, go. All right, guys. Um, thank you, Houston Dynamo fans, again for listening. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And remember to hold it down and keep it forever orange.